You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 113, My Honest Thoughts on Musical Theater College Auditions. Get ready for this one. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Maggie Barra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Actor Aesthetics 2020 Holiday Gift Guide is here, and we are aiming to make shopping for actors and theater kids more personal, thoughtful, and fun. Searching for the perfect gift for your actor friends? Or thinking of supporting small businesses created by artists suffering from the pandemic shutdowns? Well, I have 25 gift ideas any performer or Broadway fan will adore. Just head to actoraesthetic.com slash holidays to shop now. Well, hey friends, it is Maggie Barra. Thank you for joining me this week for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. This week's episode is dedicated to all of you who are either thinking about auditioning for musical theater college programs or are in the thick of it right now. If this is one of the first episodes you're tuning in on, you may not know that I myself went to college for a BFA in musical theater. I graduated in 2017 from Texas State University. My college audition process, frankly, was very different in 2013 versus now. Let me take you back to that time real quick, because think about it. It's 2013. President Barack Obama is entering his second term in the Oval Office. The most viral video was of the Harlem Shake. I think I finally got my very first iPhone. And I don't even think my Instagram was set to public yet. We certainly didn't have the same access to social media and technology as we do today. So when I tell you that my year was one of the first audition years to require pre-screens, you won't be that surprised. And let me also just say... I'm pretty sure I recorded in terrible lighting on my high school stage with a jewel tone dress and nude heels. Thinking about that time makes me feel like a total dinosaur, but here's why I bring all of this up, is because I know that the stakes are high and they feel much higher now because of the state of the world that we are in. Technology has become a massive factor into everything we do, including college auditions. When you audition for a college program, for either a BA or a BFA, and for the purposes of today, I'm talking about a BFA in musical theater, on top of your applications and letters of recommendation and test scores, all of that fun stuff, you also have to audition for the program. Don't get me wrong, some college programs actually don't require auditions, but most of them do. And for musical theater, a lot is expected of you. You're asked to be vulnerable. You're asked to present yourself in the best 
light possible by choosing material that serves you well. You have to probably sing two contrasting musical theater pieces. Sometimes you have to bring in a pop song. You also have to perform one or two monologues. Most times you have to do some sort of dance call. And college programs assess both your skills as a performer and your personality as a human who is auditioning for their program. So everything feels really heightened. Because not only are you presenting your skills, but you're also presenting your individuality to these college programs. That can be really scary. And not only that... But what happens is when you present yourself in this way, in such a high stakes process, you may start to feel like everything is really personal. But let me just remind you something. There are so many factors, many of them out of your hands, that go into whether or not someone is accepted into a theater program. Let me just repeat that. There are so many factors, many of them out of your hands, that go into whether or not someone is accepted into a theater program. I guarantee you have at some point in the process looked left and looked right and compared yourself to someone. Maybe you've thought, this person is such a good singer, or that person is such a good dancer, or my outfit is not as cute as theirs, or maybe my song choices are not as good as theirs. Right now, you have to focus on you. I know that is easier said than done, but here's what happens when you start to compare yourself to others in the college audition process. You end up in a downward spiral. It is so easy to fall into that trap and it's really hard to come out of. So if you're feeling down because maybe someone else got through a pre-screen video or someone was accepted to a school that you were denied at, guess what? Everyone has their own unique and beautiful path to success in this industry. There is room for everyone to grow, to learn, to succeed. And just because someone else is doing something doesn't mean that takes away from who you are. The universe knows exactly where you're going to end up, so trust it. Listen, when I went into the college audition process back in 2013, I said, here are the top schools that I know and love and want to go to. I didn't know too much about the programs themselves. I just heard that a lot of people went to them and a lot of people go to Broadway who are from them and I want to be just like them. The Texas State Musical Theater Program, when I was auditioning, was only around for a couple of years. I hadn't even heard of it until my college audition coach mentioned the program in a coaching session with me. When I first entered the college audition process, did I want to go to a big, big, big name school that had been around for a long time? Heck yeah! But now looking back at all of it, am I so thankful for the process and for ending up exactly where I was? Yes. Ten times. Yes. Because I feel like a grandma thinking about my college audition experience I've made it a mission to stay on top of the college audition trends 
every single year. Thankfully, there are wonderful Facebook groups filled with positivity and hope and information and encouragement that are existing to serve people who are actually going through the college audition process or have just gone through it. And thankfully, y'all have let me sit in on these groups so that I can better understand where you're coming from every year and how I can help. I've noticed that lots of you second guess your work. I'm not surprised, and I certainly don't blame you given that I've been there myself. I think there's a really important parallel that I've seen throughout the years pursuing theater professionally, and it's that this mindset doesn't necessarily go away as you continue to grow as a performer. Once you get into the professional level, there will be moments where you walk into an audition room and you second guess yourself. Maybe you second guess the outfit that you chose, or you're outside in the holding room and you hear a girl in the audition room belting her face off and sounding amazing and you're second guessing your ability as a singer. But here's where those parallels coexist, and it's that whether you're auditioning for a specific role or a production or a season of shows or a spot in a college program, you are you. You are innately drastically different than anyone else that walks into that room, and you will shine as long as you know who you are, what you're good at and why you are worth everything and more. So when that doubt creeps in, right, you get a couple of rejections from college programs, and there will be rejections. I had my share of them. Everyone I talk to gets them. If you know anyone that goes through the college audition process and they get into every program they auditioned for, they're a rare anomaly. Trust me. When you get those rejections in the mail or on a portal through accepted, chances are you're probably going to doubt your whole existence. Maybe you think, I could have done this better. I could have sung this better. I could have performed better. I could have had this, that, or whatever in order to excel and get into the program. But here's the honest truth. It all happens for a reason. Is it worth it thinking about the could-haves and should-haves and would-haves? Right now, your answer to that is probably yes, because if you have based your whole college audition process on the amount of acceptances that you get, and you've based your success on that number, and worse, your happiness on that number, oh, you are in for a rude awakening. In an article written by Tim Evanicki recently for Dramatics.org, he says that one half of 1% was the acceptance rate for the musical theater program at Carnegie Mellon last year. And such rates are becoming more common everywhere. In the past 10 years, college musical theater programs have reported huge surges in applications, with some schools reporting an increase of 300% or more. When you really sit with those numbers, you realize how insane this process is, right? It's insane. So instead of feeling down about that, why not flip your mindset? Let that free you. Have your goals, work hard, prepare as much as you can, choose audition material you love, 
and you will be the most successful that you can be. I have my own Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance, and if you just do a simple search, you can join us, please do, because there is really some incredible community going on there. I asked the question, for those of you who have been through the college audition process, what is the biggest piece of advice you can give knowing what you know now? And wow, the answers were astounding. Across the board, I heard, you do you. Easier said than done, right? Do not let anybody in the room diminish your power, whether that's the professor auditioning you or another actor. This process is what you make of it. Just like your training at any college program in the United States and beyond is what you make of it. You're going to get good training no matter where you go to. And frankly, you don't even need to go to school for a BFA in musical theater or a BA in theater or theater performance or voice or dance or singing or whatever to be successful in the theater industry. How do I know that? Because I have a lot of friends who didn't go to college or went to college for something completely unrelated and have done just fine in the entertainment industry. Literal proof. It's all what you make of it. The college audition process is what you make of it. Your training at college is what you make of it. And beyond. Your experience as a performer is what you make of it. And while we're on the topic, don't try to be something you're not in order to fit what you think the school may be looking for. Here's why this can be self-destructive. Think about it, you're playing the comparison game. You've looked at previous classes at a program you really want to go to, and you hone in on a specific person or a specific type of person who looks a certain way, sounds a certain way, dances a certain way, whatever. And you think, yeah, in order to go to this college program, I have to be like this person. That is a total lie that you are making up and telling yourself. I say that with love because I did the same thing. Again, I'm not mad at you. I don't blame you. But on behalf of myself and many people who have gone through the process already, this is so apparent after the fact. This mindset of presenting yourself in a certain way because that's what you think a college program wants to see is destructive and it's not helpful and it doesn't set you up for success. And let me add on to that, if you've already gone through the college audition process and you're waiting for results or you've just heard back for results, maybe you've gotten a couple of rejections, maybe a couple of acceptances, but you're really honing in on those rejections. You want to go to a program that loves you and respects you and wants you and lifts you up. It's, it's like any relationship. You don't want to be with someone that you're struggling to prove something to. You want to be with someone that loves you and respects you and admires you and wants you to be the best you can be. If I personally could give one piece of advice for the college audition process, something that I know now that I wish I knew back then, was to go with your gut. Audition for the programs you actually want to go to. Don't just put programs on your list because you want to make your list big. You want to expand and make sure that you have the most options as possible. Go with your gut on your audition material. If you meet with a coach and they want to give you a certain song because it's a little bit more obscure, but you really love 
the song that you initially wanted to do, do the song that feels good. Do the song that serves you best. Do the song that sounds amazing, that you feel super confident in. Don't pick something just because it's obscure or just because it's different. You do you. Trust your gut. It's my motto for 2020 is you do you. You do you. I'll do me. And together, we'll be the best that we can be. Am I Dr. Seuss? Kind of. I want to read you this comment. It is from my friend Allie Apple. She is currently a freshman BFA musical theater student at UNC Greensboro. And she says this about musical theater college programs. I like to think of colleges like an ice cream shop. You may be the best darn Rocky Road ice cream that anyone has ever tasted, but the shop already has Rocky Road. They might be looking for mint chocolate chip, and it doesn't matter how delicious of a Rocky Road you are, they aren't looking for a Rocky Road. Don't change your flavor for anyone because there will be a school that is craving Rocky Road, and they are waiting for someone just like you. You will end up where you are meant to be, I promise. I love that quote so much because it's true. Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, but each rejection that you receive in the college audition process is just a redirection. Ever hear that? Rejection is redirection. Sounds cheesy, but it's kind of true. This industry is so subjective. Nothing about it is objective. Nothing about it is personal. It is all for the business of things. And frankly, sometimes college is too. But here's what I'll leave you with. If you go into this process with an open mind and an open heart, you do the work, you have conversations, you research the programs, you choose and present material that you love, and you stay true to who you are, you can't go wrong. Even if that means getting rejected to every single program you audition for. You will know at the end of the day that you have done everything within your control. Sometimes doors get closed for reasons you don't quite yet understand. You will end up exactly where you belong. Oh, and also remember that everyone is just as nervous as you are. If you're listening right now and you are freaking the freak out, my dear, you are not alone. Trust the process. If you are thinking about auditioning for a musical theater program and you need some guidance, please shoot me an email at maggie at actoraesthetic.com. Myself and a team of fabulous and well-respected coaches can help you prepare for what may feel like the most important audition of your life. So be sure to shoot me an email at maggie at actoraesthetic.com for more info. And remember to breathe. Love you all. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it tag at Actor Aesthetic and share it to your Instagram stories so that I can see who is following along with me there.
If you haven't already, please be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and also hit that subscribe button so that you can join me every single week for a brand new episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. Until then, this is Maggie Barra signing off. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.